Hey, my name's Ryan Nisbet, and this is the first episode of Remarkable TV. It's a new TV show I'm making on the Remarkable Network, where I'm going to interview people with learning differences doing amazing things. For today's episode, I'm interviewing Jacob and Alana from Kids Read to Kids. They're high school entrepreneurs that created this great company that makes audiobooks for people with learning differences or without. It doesn't really matter. I really think you should watch this episode. It's a really great story. If you don't have time right now, you can listen to the audio version on many podcast platforms. All right, here we go. Hey, how's it going? It's uh, good. Yeah. <laughs> That's great. Thanks so much for coming on the show. Yeah, thanks so much for having us. So can we start out with just you guys telling me about yourselves, like how old are you guys and what your learning differences are? Um, yeah. Um, so I'm Jacob and I'm 15 years old and I have dyslexia. And I'm Alana and I'm 18 years old and I have generalized anxiety disorder. So from what I've seen of you guys, I've watched a few videos and you guys come off as very confident. When I was your age, I and I'm dyslexic also, I was not confident. I didn't want people to know about it. I like kept it a secret as safely as I could. How, how are you guys so confident and open about your learning difference? Um, well, it didn't start out like that. I felt um, really stupid and uh, alone from other people. But um, it took a really long time for me to realize that learning, dis learning disabilities don't make you stupid, but um, they make you special. And so I learned that there are things that, um, that came to me naturally that, that I had, or there are things that came to me naturally that other people didn't have. Right, we kind of learned that like with our struggles, we, like our struggles give us gifts. Like I, we each have to work harder at certain things, but it also gives, it also makes us better at other skills. And just the fact that we're able to like be open about everything that we struggle with and the fact that that could help someone else, that helps us be confident about it. Yeah, I think a lot of people after a while notice that they happen to be better at certain things than other people and they develop a really strong work ethic. What what kind of things do you think have helped you? Like what skills do you think you've noticed that dyslexia kind of gives you or anxiety? Um, well, I think of myself as a very creative person and I can view the world at like multiple angles. And also I... I have a ability of of writing songs and something about music that just comes to me easily. And so I think that's really cool and that's a gift that I have. One of the more practical things my anxiety is helping with is time management because I like to get things done on time and not have time to like dwell over it. So I'm always working ahead of time. That's made me into a really hard worker, which is what helped me be able to work hard on this project and get this out there. Yeah, I could probably use some of that. <laughs> <laughs> so a lot, I think a lot of people were like you and me who weren't confident. What would you, be your advice to them? Um, probably know that, or for me, the reason why I was so non-confident is that I really viewed myself as the only one who was having the problems that I was having. 
And so basically know that you're not alone and you're not the only one who struggles, but you're, um, the way you handle your struggles and the way you get past that, it just makes you into a better person. Right. And I think a lot of kids with learning disabilities don't know like the extent of everything that they're capable of. And I think that just knowing, like, I mean, Walt Disney was dyslexic and look what he did. Yeah. Like your learning disability doesn't disable you, but it enables you to do so much because of all of the gifts that it gives you and all of your unique abilities. I totally agree. I've done so much research on all these amazing people like Richard Branson and Steve Jobs. And like, it's crazy. Like you just go through the list and you're like, really? Wow. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so um, one of the reasons why I'm doing this show is to um, let people know who aren't in the learning difference area, don't know anyone with them. And they kind of look at people like us as kind of dumb, but just because they don't know, they don't have enough context. What would be your message to those people who don't have enough information? I mean, I would say that like everyone has weaknesses, whether they have a learning disability or not. And having to work harder at certain things doesn't make you any worse at it. In fact, like if you are forced to work harder, that might make you might end up being even better at that skill than somebody else. I mean, you're how hard you have to work on it or how hard a certain skill is for you doesn't, that doesn't make you any less than somebody else. Uh, um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I agree. And um, for so many people, um, I know they have ways of working that just, it takes like the minimal effort requ required. And for me, who is like a learning disability, I have to work as hard as I possibly can. And so that's a really important skill to have because people, yeah, people look at uh, other people with learning disabilities as, I don't know, they're disabled, but as Alana said, it's, it doesn't disable you, it enables you to do so much more and work harder. And so, yeah. Yeah, and sometimes the product of that hard work is even better than you could have even imagined because you had to put so much effort into it. Into it. Yeah, I love that. And as you guys have probably noticed, like when you're in school, you work 10 times harder and you maybe end up like where everyone else is. But when you do things like kids read to kids or when you're doing anything else outside of school, I've noticed that people tend to end up like they work 10 times harder because that habit carried over, but then they end up 10 times further. Yeah, for sure. We definitely noticed that. Yeah, <laughs> that's awesome. So now onto Kids Read to Kids. Where did this idea come from? Um, well, when I was younger, I had no idea I was dyslexic. And so that made me feel stupid and alone because there were things that other kids could do naturally, like read and write or spell and that kind of stuff. But I just could not do. And so basically further in life I realized that um that my learning disability didn't it, it was it was essentially a gift and I wasn't alone you know it made me special and so we created Kids Read the Kids for other kids who are in my position so they understand that they're not alone and their learning disabilities don't make them stupid. Right we're all about like embracing differences and showing kids that 
we're all kids too and we all have struggles but that's okay and you're not alone and that doesn't make you any less than anyone else yeah i love that that's so inspiring especially your guys's age you're just trying things it's amazing <laughs> so what what could you tell people that don't know what is kids to kids what do you guys kids read to kids what do you guys do um, well, on our site, we provide videos of high schoolers reading abridged classic novels. And basically, so any kid, whether they have a learning disability or not, can can watch our videos at any time and listen on their own pace and just kind of practice the skill of active listening, which isn't taught in school and is something that is more difficult for kids with learning disabilities. And so they can practice just listening to the stories and imagining along with the words and just learning to love reading and not view it as something that's stressful or forced on them. That's great. Yeah. When I was your age, I was not a fan of reading, but now that I've gotten more into audiobooks and things like that, it's great. Yeah. So um, how many books have you guys recorded now? How many are available? I think we have about 16 on our site and we're working on a bunch more right now that will be on our site soon. That's very cool. So what are the what are your goals for kids read to kids? What do you, where do you want it to go? Um I know one of our goals is especially to help as many people as we possibly can. And so really we want to just expand our audience and and really spread our message. So every kid knows that, you know, they're not stupid and they're not alone and our message is sent out. Yeah, we'd love to like get into the school system so that um, any kid anywhere, if they're having trouble in school, they can watch our videos on their own time and slowly get become confident with reading. Yeah, we have our videos set up so it's chapter by chapter and any kid can just rewatch any video so they can go on their own pace. That's great. So how can people get involved? How can people help you? Um, well, we're always recruiting new volunteers to read stories for us. And we just look for high schoolers who are passionate about reading and are animated so that when kids are watching our videos, it's fun and entertaining and it's easy to pay attention to and listen to. So yeah, any high schooler who loves to read and is animated and passionate, that's that's really what we look for. Yeah, audiobooks that aren't uh, passionate and care like have character to them. It's very boring to listen to. Yeah, <laughs> there are um, some like dyslexia or sites and helper things that are like robotic voices, and that really just increased the the um, dread of reading because I was like, I can't read, and listening to a robotic voice was awful, and so that was why having an animated reader was so important. Because um, not only can the, the uh, kids see the expression on the reader's face, but they can also relate to, to our readers. Right, and we, um, we try to recruit volunteers of all different backgrounds so that any kid from anywhere in the world can have someone that they feel comfortable and relate to on our site. Where, where can people find your audio? Um, well, our, they can go to our site at kidsread2kids.com with the number two. And so all of our videos are up there. And there, if you click on the book, it redirects you to our YouTube channel. 
which is Kids Read to Kids. That's perfect. Is there anything else that you want the viewers to know? Just that no matter what your disability is, and you may not have a disability, no matter what your struggle is, you know, that doesn't make you stupid. What you struggle with is often, you know, what makes you unique and what makes you who you are. And we wouldn't be who we were today if we didn't have our struggles. It's made us into the people that we are and we are grateful for that. And just to learn to be grateful for what makes you, you. Yeah, and especially take that you're not alone. You know, people with learning disabilities often uh, feel stupid and, and isolated. And we really believe in the message of, you know, you really aren't. There are other people like you out there and we work hard and we strive um, to get far in life and that kind of stuff. Yeah. Wow. Well, thank you guys so much for coming on for the first episode. That was great. Oh, thank you so much for having us. Yeah, it's been really awesome. <laughs> thank you so much for watching. If you want to see more of this, be sure to like and follow our page. And if you want to listen to this on your way to work, on your commute, be sure to check out the audio version. It's on all the audio platforms. And also, if you want to help out Kids Read to Kids, you can sign up to be one of their readers. I did, and I'm going to be reading The Adventures of Robin Hood. It should be very exciting. You also get this cool bag, so lots of perks. All right, thank you guys again for watching. See you next time.